Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode one of the Gamma Roundtable. Gamma. Finally, we are starting season three of the show, even though season one hasn't been released fully. <laughs> you could call this a cartoon, a cartoon cable channel maneuver where we're releasing the later <laughs> season. Yeah, way later. <laughs> exactly. So we'll keep you on their toes. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, as always, you're joined by me, Mulder, always known as Faye, and Ton here. Uh, I guess for the first time for this round table, so hi. <laughs> and Crash here, per usual for the round table, but not for the gamma round table, because it's the first time we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. See, the funniest thing is, Crash, you've never missed an episode. Ton has missed an episode. <laughs> so, so, technically, you're more consistent. <laughs> I'm a mainstay, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and then I guess someone could joke that Pokes is our fourth guest, but I, I is our fourth unofficial member. I say that, but Pokes has not been on any release Godzilla episode yet. That's Anyways, we, y'all, y'all don't know who he is. You'll see I mean, he was he was in he was in Kongskull Island in, in oh, Kong. Yeah. So they've kind of met him. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, we're already off topic. And we just began. Anyways, so yeah, on this episode, we will be discussing Gamera, the giant monster, because this episode, not this episode, this movie has a fucking awful localization that somehow kept Daikaiju and just translated it and put it after Gamera. Anyways, from 1965, which I know Crash was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's on this was from 1955. Yeah, <laughs> that was way earlier. And I can't exactly blame him. But anyways, before we get started about the movie itself, as always with first episodes of our Godzilla Table and Kong Table, like we did for those, we're going to discuss how we first were exposed to Gamera. So I'm going to start the most interesting story of all, Crash. How did you get exposed to Gamera? It's a good question. I know almost nothing about Gamera except that he was a turtle. And <laughs> that, for some reason, he's always been, like, associated with Godzilla to me. Yeah. Even though they've never, ever actually had any interaction before. I remember when I was casual, I was like, wow, it'd be cool if that, that turtle monster was with Godzilla. Because I know they usually fight each other, even though it was absolutely incorrect on that assumption. <laughs> but, yeah, it's weird because thinking about it, I guess he's kind of like the second major kaiju that's not yeah. Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but that's I guess not from the Godzilla series. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you'd count Kong as oh, the first yeah. one, that's true. Okay, third, I guess. <laughs> third, like yeah, he he looks cool, but I I honestly know nothing about. I still don't know much about him. This is my first time ever watching a gamer thing, so yeah. And this is also of this of this um uh, seasons like with Godzilla on table. You'd watch G ninety eight. You'd watch twenty fourteen, and you watch King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. This is and we're in like Kong. You'd seen like thirty three and oh five. This is your first time coming into one of these, not having seen anything. And it was quite an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Ton, how did you get into Gamera? Oh boy, um, so... I say, I say, like I wasn't the one who got you into Gamera. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, um, Gamera for me was very much like kaiju. I knew existed, but didn't really know about. Just like. You know, you, you hear about Godzilla. If you know about Godzilla, there's probably a chance you heard someone mention that there's some giant turtle movie and just like, okay, whatever. It's probably like 
But then, um, <laughs> Faye over here, uh, was like, Tony, you gotta watch the Heisei Gamera movies. They're so good. I'm just like, how good could they be? It's not Godzilla. And I watched it. And, oh, needless to say, I really like them. Probably, we'll, we'll get, we'll discuss them when we get to those. But I am 100% a Gamera stand now. Love this turtle. But see, the funniest thing is, when you say that, but you don't mention that right after you finished Revenge of Iris, you ran out and you grabbed the Blu-ray of the trilogy <laughs> right after you finished it. Yeah, which, if you know me, I'm kind of cheap. So I don't usually <laughs> run out to buy it. Racial stuff, but I, I had to get my hands on Gamera. So. He's also a proud owner of the Gamera Complete Collection, having never seen anything outside of the Heisei trilogy. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, if you see my Twitter, I've recently posted a picture of my uh, Gundam Universe figures, and you'll see they're standing proudly next to the Gamera box. So, yeah, I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> As for me. My earliest exposure to Gamera was at Blockbuster. They used to have like a mini section of, of kaiju movies. And I remember the original DVD releases of the Heisei trilogy. I only ever checked out Garden of the Universe as a kid. I watched a little bit of it, was fucking terrified by some stuff in it. It was like, nope, and instantly shut off. How, and besides that, I would watch like the Showa Gamera's that would come on the cheap public domain bargain bin stuff because the Gamera dubs are public domain, which I think is hilarious. So those would be like stuck on there. So I would get those and, I, and I'd watch them on that. Never really got into him too much from that, but I knew of him. And then what really got me into Gamera was when I was in my preteens, I was getting more interested in the people behind movies like Ishiro Honda and Shusuke Kaneko. I found out that Kaneko was who did the Heishi Gamma trilogy. So I was like, let me give those another watch. So I bought the Garden Universe VHS tape from Amazon back when Amazon sold VHS tapes. <laughs> and it was like a few bucks came. I watched it and I fell in love with it. It was fantastic. And after that, I really got into the Heishi Gamma trilogy. I kind of admittedly avoided the Showa Gamma stuff. For a while, just because it wasn't my thing, I mainly saw them from Mystery Science Theater 2000, which, yeah, that's pretty funny. But anyway, so I got into it from that, and now I guess it's time for me to finally actually revisit the show of Gamera stuff <laughs> and finally see the two Gamera movies I have, I have never seen in any form, which is Gamera's was the final show of Gamera movie and the only Millennium Gamera movie. Because those used to be hard to find for a while, so I never got to see them. So I'm excited to finally get a chance to see those and see what I think. Even though those two have very different reputations. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so to get started on the first camera movie, what would you guys give it out of 10? Uh, question. Mm -hmm. I... <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I feel like it's super generic i feel maybe mm -hmm. five out of ten six out of ten if i'm being nice because okay. like it's just very inoffensive I yeah ton yeah it's very much a, a five out of ten movie for me yeah um for me too this is one of our unanimous ones it's a five out of ten 
I will say though, it's it's more fun as a group. So if we're talking about a group watch, it's a six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on its own, um, it's a five. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Gamera the Giant Monster, which I hate calling it because it's such a clunky title, <laughs> came out in 1965 and was directed by Noriyuki by Noriaki Yuasa, which who was under the um uh, shoot I'm blanking one second oh he was which was made under the film company Dai Studios, which back in the 60s and 50s was Toho's main rival along with Shochiku. Those were the big three Japanese film studios. Dai never really managed to survive after the collapse of the Japanese film industry and ended up getting bought out by Katakawa. But it's kind of interesting looking at the history here, how this movie was made solely because their original planned giant monster movie, which was going to be called Nezuka, which was going to be about giant rats attacking Tokyo, ended up getting canceled. And that story is so crazy, it's getting a full movie about it, so I can't go into that. Really? But they, yeah. They, they, there's literally a movie coming out um, uh, <laughs> this year in, in, in the U.S. It got released in Japan, but it's coming out in the U.S. this year about that disaster. But anyway, so they had this spot open for a, for a kaiju movie, and they're like, you know what, fuck it. Let's just rip off Godzilla. And we ended up getting <laughs> this movie. Yeah, I, I think it makes that kind of clear. But like, I think with any kind of ripoff of something, it forgets like the heart of what made that thing good in the first place. Yeah, you know, Godzilla is a pretty deep movie. There's a lot there to unpack. But this one, they just kind of like, you know, people like. I guess by this point too, Godzilla has become more friendly, more yeah heroic. to a degree because the last year was um, Ghidorah the Three-Eyed Monster, which was the first time Godzilla was heroic. Yeah. So obviously he hadn't gone like full like straight-up hero like later Showa. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess they might have saw they're like, hey, kids like Godzilla. They like the giant monsters that destroy shit. We got that. And we got a kid <laughs> in our movie, too. Yeah. And they did that, but without the heart, you know? Yeah. <laughs> See, the funny thing is this came out before any Godzilla movies that starred kids in them. Is is the funny thing? Before all monsters attack? Yeah, way before all monsters, like, all monsters, all monsters attack. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying that that's like the main one, but I guess Hodora, but kind of. Yeah, because all because all monsters attack was 1969. This is 1965. Like I said, this came out alongside an Invasion of Astro Monster, and wow, what a quality difference! I know Invasion's <laughs> my those favorite two. one up there. <laughs> and this again that's the thing okay when i saw this i was like wow this must have come out like after the original godzilla you know they're like oh shit that movie's making bank that's popular let's do that too because it's black and white it looks very cheap and it has a very generic vibe to it but you're telling me no this came out in 1965 yeah like, what that they've godzilla has not been in color for like 10 years now <laughs> like come on <laughs> it just Wow, just the whole vibe of it just made me think it was like way older than it actually was, I guess. And see, the see to me, what always kills me is this movie was made so cheaply they couldn't afford color for it. That's <laughs> that's so whack. Oh it's so God. funny to me, like hilarious stuff there. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's re- re- reroll this before we, before we get on tangents about this movie. Um, uh, 
it was directed, like I said, by Noriaki Yuasa. So do you guys have any thoughts on his direction here? I, I hope you guys like it because he's going to be directing almost every single show at Gamera Movie. <laughs> well, perhaps he'll perfect it later get more interesting. I mean, it's not bad. Although one thing I noticed is, um, once again, it might be the budget. But some of the sets and the scaling felt kind of off to me here. Yeah. It, it made it look a little weird. I don't know if that's a problem with the direction. Probably not just a product of the budget, I guess. Yeah. I mean, pretty inoffensive is he, the lens cap was off. He <laughs> filmed it. It, it. it came out well. Well, nice Crash, things. there was one thing you did complain about. <laughs> okay, that okay. That's direction true. wise. That's true. Um, near the end, one of the night scenes was just poorly done. There's a part where it's just straight up a black screen, just a black <laughs> screen. And it's like, you can totally do night scenes, night action scenes, night and rain scenes. I mean, Godzilla did it in 1954. It looked great there at night. But here, I, they they didn't get the lighting right, the direction right. It was honestly just hard to see at some points here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, I fucking hate night action scenes. Like, no, if you do them <laughs> right, they look great. And they usually do, but here is not one of those cases. Ton? Yeah, um, it's kind of interesting watching this first entry. It, it has that kind of where Gojiro was this very, like, you know, passion project that had a lot of, like, um, personal investment from everyone involved to just make it as top quality as possible. Gamera very much has that more, like, b-movie feel yeah it almost feels it almost has a lot of like i want to say american influence i don't know if noriaki yuasa um you know was trying to go for that but it reminded me a lot of the beast from Twenty Thousand fathoms and Mm -hmm. a little bit of the giant claw almost because it's just (laughs) very almost like american b-movie feel to this yeah in contrast to the guys' little films up to this point. Like, for me with Noriaki Asa, he's kind of a guy who I admire more for what he tried to do than what he actually did. Because he kind of came into this wanting to make a kaiju film more suitable for kids. But I feel like... I don't know if this was on purpose or just from the budget issues these films had. It kind of feels like when people use that defense of anything shitty that's for kids, like, oh, well, it's for kids. Okay, but then why does that have to be, be like crap? That doesn't mean <laughs> it has to be bad. Um, yeah, absolutely. And like, if you listen to his interviews, he's very passionate about his work. Hmm. I just think sometimes. Have you guys seen the Tim Burton movie Ed Wood? Ed Wood? How, yeah, about, about Ed Wood who made Planet from Outer Space. No. Okay. Uh- well, Ed Wood was a very passionate film director who made a bunch of B-movies, and most of them suck. Like, <laughs> really, really bad. And I think sometimes passion doesn't always equal talent. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and, at the very least, I think you can appreciate that. He wanted, he put his heart into it. It wasn't soulless. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like doesn't necessarily mean that it's good. And I, yeah, and I feel like that's how I feel with Noriaki Yuasa's work on the whole. Because there is, and I'll, I'll admit, I need to rewatch some of the later ones he did. And I do like one of his, I will say. And I won't spoil which one. But I feel like his batting average for these was not great. 
So unfortunately, I feel like he didn't succeed with what he wanted to do. I admire what he tried, but like I yeah. said, passion doesn't make a good movie, unfortunately. That's yeah. Like, yeah, least, here. yeah, no, I totally agree. It's it's unfortunate, but that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. At least I can appreciate it more than someone like is making something bad just because they just want a quick book or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least he cared enough and would want to make something. Yeah. But yeah, so... it's not good. <laughs> <unfortunately>. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that leaves us where should we go next? The the uh, monster or the characters? I know we've a lot to say about the characters, but I don't know what you guys want to do first. There's like one character I can actually think of, and we we all know who it is, <laughs> but <laughs> uh we can talk about the monster. Okay, okay, so on the monster. Yeah. Alright. So what do you guys think of Gamera in his first appearance where Crash asked, Is Gamera. that Gamera? And I, I, I got to say yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. So yeah, for the first time I got to ask, is that Gamera? And Mulder could say in confidence, yes, that is Gamera. It was a very, <laughs> very nice experience. <laughs> Anytime I saw any vaguely turtle-shaped animal or creature in any movie watched, I was like, yo, is that Gamera? <laughs> no, it's not Gamera. <laughs> so, pretty satisfying here. Gamera is a monster that I think was one they got that design right almost from the yeah. start. He just looks cool. He's, he, he's a turtle. Turtles aren't exactly the most imposing creature. <laughs> But they managed to make one that looks pretty cool. He's got the tusks that come out. His eyes are angry. He's got spikes. He just looks cool. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's one thing. Not, 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 not to cut you yeah, off, Crash. I feel like part of why Gamera succeeded where other Gadadil and knockoffs failed was he has a very distinct silhouette and feel to him compared to Godzilla. They didn't just make yeah. like another big dinosaur. Yeah. Gamera is like wide and like yeah. closing. And that it makes for a really cool design. I think it's simple, but it's cool. Just like Godzilla, yeah. it they got like a kind of basic shape down, but it just the way they did it, the way they made it look, just looks awesome. So he looks cool. His power set is kind of weird, at least right now. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. He can inhale fire, yeah, and then breathe it out sometimes, and then he can he can fucking fly. He just goes <laughs> okay, into okay, I want to say. <laughs> Somehow Crash never knew that Gamera could fly, and his reaction to the scene <laughs> where they revealed that Gamera can fly was phenomenal. It was so <laughs> funny. I was so because con- look at him—he's a fucking turtle. Turtles don't fly. <laughs> he doesn't even have like jet, like, bo- like a booster pack or like jets on his legs or something. He just goes inside and just like sparks just start shooting out, and he just starts soaring through the sky like a <laughs> UFO. And mm. I was like, that's wonderful. I love it. <laughs> and like the thing is, they don't even explain in this movie either. There's no explanation <laughs> he just at all. It. I yeah. mean, like they like, they explain it later, like oh, oh, he has pressure in his shell. It's like oh, oh I said I, when we were watching, I said that as a joke. I was like, I was like, the, the explanation is he's got the pressure in his shell and it exudes like fucking heat or some shit that makes him fly. I didn't know that was a real thing they were gonna explain. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh, but yeah, it's it's such a. <laughs> Because during that part of the movie, they flip him on his back, and I'm like, damn, you defeated Gamera. Like, that's it. You got him. And then he flies, and the entire time, just like, damn. I, I would just give up at that point. See, and like, the funny flying. thing to me with that is that it feels like someone told them, oh, 
what if you flip him on the show? What then? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> like, well, you know what? He can fucking fly. He can fly. <laughs> your all your plans are in the garbage now. What are you going to do? <laughs> See, exactly. the funny thing is, Ton would get this. You want to know what it reminds me of? Mm-hmm. When when done, the Doctor Who team got tired of people making jokes about about the Daleks not being able to get upstairs, so they oh, gave the Daleks God. fucking jet like jet boosters. Yeah, like That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's a thing they did right from the start too, and it's yeah. pretty cool. I imagine he'll be doing it a lot. He will be awesome. But uh, besides the power, but looking to the character of Gamera himself in this one. He's kind of just a monster. Yeah. They wake him up from the bomb. I wonder where they got that from. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he just kind of attacks. He's kind of rampages and just kind of walks around sometimes. He sees the sights. He went to like like the Great Wall of China. He went to Paris. He's just <laughs> chilling. But besides that, he's kind of boring here. Yeah, character-wise, he's a very generic, raw, I'm a monster kind of thing. <laughs> Like, without any, as much as they try to, like, have, like, okay, we'll we'll get to that later. I, I had a point about saving it <laughs> for a certain character. Um, uh, one one quick thing before, before I send this over over the time. I also like, though, how they make his design not just a giant turtle. Like, they give him, like, tusks and stuff that make him distinct enough from, like, turtles. Yeah, I was thinking about that. But yeah, ton? Yeah, um... Appearance-wise, I really love Gamera's um, appearance. It's just, he has this really distinct and cool look that's around, even in his show in Carnation. Um, I like how he kind of has multiple stances, too. Like, he stands upright and bipedal, but he also crawls around, too. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, he just has this instant charm right from the start. So even though he's kind of was envisioned as a Godzilla ripoff, he feels distinct, and obviously you kind of, kind of see his impact a lot in Japanese fiction, like um, Blastoise and Pokemon. It's just Gamera. Yeah. <laughs> which is so uh, You can really see once you kind of see Gamera, which is just fun. And, but yeah, personality-wise in this movie, there are moments, which uh, we'll discuss in a bit, where you kind of see stuff that would influence his later personality, but in this movie, he's very much just the generic giant monster that walks around kind yeah. of blowing stuff up which is interesting but well yeah. i mean not interesting <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah. all yes. right then oh, oh, oh okay oh, go yeah. ahead Crash. just it's an interesting start i think i'm kind of happy they they start off very mediocre so that my expectations can only go up from there true <laughs> Alright, well, he's my monster in this movie, so it's time to move on to the characters, and I think we have to start with the elephant in the room here. And that is fucking Toshio. <laughs> Toshio. Crash, God. go ahead. I know you have a lot to say about him. <laughs> yeah, when we started this off, um, like, we start off in the beginning, and his sister just alludes to, like, oh yeah, like, my brother, Toshio. And you're like, God, I hate that shit. I was like, oh, dude, he brings, he brings turtles to school. He's an epic kid, you know? He sounds like he'd be fine, but then you see him, and like his whole character, it just goes downhill. Like as the whole movie goes, he just keeps doing dumb shit. I'm like, okay, he's a kid. Some they do dumb shit a lot, and it it starts off okay. He does an immediately like stupid shit. Like when Gamera first attacks, 
and he gets on the lighthouse. Like well, he I runs like, towards the he... lighthouse. Why? That's, <laughs> that's the thing. If well, it, it started from him getting fucking like yelled at by his dad, like you stop with your fucking turtles. Like no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to destroy Pee Wee and like let him go, mm-hmm. which becomes camera. But yet <laughs> he's just he does so much dumb stuff. Then he puts out like the fires later that they're trying to take out Gamera with. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> it's just so comical. He keeps getting in the way. He stows aboard like a fucking like boat, getting himself like killed almost and just constantly putting himself in danger so he can be reunited with Gamera turtle that does not even know he exists. Exactly. And like, to <laughs> me, he keeps defending Gamera, even after Gamera like, Kills yeah. Gamera decimated like a whole city. He's like, Oh, Gamera's not that bad. Come on, I know him. We're homies. <laughs> <laughs> I know Gamera... such a weird moment. <laughs> and it's like, here's the thing they try to like show like the like, Toshio's right, but then they have a scene where Gamera rips off the top of a building and roasts everyone in it <laughs> on purpose oh, heavy. for yeah. no reason. He's just he's a little annoyed, you know, he's not that bad. Come on. <laughs> And then Toshio does so much stupid shit in this movie. Like you said, like running away when he tries to get on the train to stop it from hitting Gamera. <laughs> he's fucking carrying rocks in his suitcase, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he's like, he's like, oh, it's Gamera's home. home. Bruh, he can't, he's a, you saw him, right? He outgrew that. And then he sinks his fucking, like, Tibby's home. I know, <laughs> Tibby, Peewee, Chibi, the, the <laughs> tiny fucking turtle. And he's like, oh wow, it came from where he was from. That must have been, that must be Tibby, Gamera's Tibby. Like, oh my god. One, he's absolutely dead. Yeah, (laughs) Gamera probably killed him. Probably an accident. Like, probably just like, like, knocked the cliff down and just fucking shattered him or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Rip Tibby Pee Wee, whatever his name is. But like, like, how old is Toshio supposed to be? Like, like by by his and, looks, he has to be ten minimum. Because ten year olds aren't that dumb. They're not that dumb. I don't think. I mean, I mean, I mean, mean, Crash. You've worked with kids, so like, I know well. they can't. Okay, they're pretty dumb sometimes, but not that. <laughs> but not that dumb. Like, not like you put your turtle down, giant monster comes up, and you're like, "Yo, that's my friend right there." <laughs> like, no, I don't get it. <laughs> it's just so comical. <laughs> Oh my god, I just can't get over it. It's just so funny. <laughs> and like, it's so ill-fitting for the rest of the movie because you have this generic monster on the loose kind of plot with the rest of it. And but then, then interrupted with... by Toshio being like, yo, where's, to- where's, where's Gamera? I gotta give him this like <laughs> little clay sculpture I made for him. Like, <laughs> It's like, oh goodness. <laughs> you, you don't know Gamera like that, kid. Come on, <laughs> he's not your homie. <laughs> he destroys buildings for fun. But yeah, ton. Oh, oh, Chris, did oh, you have I, I think part of it is also like I don't think his his dad or sister like reprimanded him enough about Gamera. They're kind of like, yeah. oh, well, come on, like we'll get over. It's just Gamera. They're not like that's a giant fucking monster. He will kill you. Stop trying to interact with him. Exactly. <laughs> He's let him get away with it. Oh, God, what a great character. All right, your turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um. Toshio sure is a character. Like I <laughs> absolutely. I I get the need. You're making a movie aimed at kids, so you need a kid character. That's pretty much comes with the territory, I guess. But uh, the way they do Toshio here is just weird. Like the Godzilla movies, 
you'll know we just we don't just hate kick kick characters. We like a lot of the kids <laughs> in the Godzilla yep. movies. But Toshio just does not work. He's very tonally weird. He just seems completely divorced from like what's happening or that, that's him. the thing, like yeah. I like kids they they know especially at that age, they know like reality, like yeah. for the most part. He just seems totally like diluted this whole movie. And they never like stop him for that. And that's he just makes it really like questionable every time he does something. They just let him get away with it. And Mike like grab- I feel like but yeah. Like in comparison with kid characters, like in Godzilla movies, they make sure to make them dependent on what characterization Godzilla has for the movie. Like, mm-hmm. in, like the later Showa films, the kids like Godzilla because Godzilla's a hero in, the, in those movies. Like, even though Crash doesn't like the acting of the kid in Hedora, <laughs> at least how the kid acts there makes sense because yeah. by that by that point, Godzilla's been a hero now in these movies. Meanwhile, yeah. in comparison, like Godzilla two thousand. When our favorite kid character, oh shoot, what's her name? Oh man, I'm blanking on her on her name right now. I forget. I, I forget her name too. When Godzilla 2000, she's not like, oh Godzilla, hi. She's she's scared shitless of everything going on in the movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. understandably so. But here, it creates such a big tonal gap because Gamera here is acting like early Godzilla, not like. The, the child-friendly hero he would be. I know, like some people say, oh, but he saved Toshio in that one scene, which doesn't really make sense. <laughs> no, he honestly. definitely. Toshio definitely fell onto Gamera's hand, and Gamera like, sh- like dropped him like in agony, like when a fucking like bug lands on your hand or something. Like, <laughs> like get out. Like that's definitely <laughs> what happened. It was it because was it doesn't it doesn't really fit. But anyways, go on, Tony. Yeah, it just um, uh, like you guys said, it just it doesn't really work because. I don't know, like I just I think of the Iron Giant, right? Where you have the kid yeah. and the giant thing and they bond. But Toshio never actually bonds with Gamera. Yeah. Besides that one scene where Gamera catches him. And then like it's one hundred percent just because he's a kid who likes turtles and <laughs> falls. It's like if um oh my god, I know I'm pulling up a bunch of different moves. It's like if in Jurassic Park um, Tim was just like, wow, cool dinosaurs as they were like eating people. <laughs> That's literally it. Yeah. Oh my god. But even even he knows like I but I better not approach that dinosaur. Like it will it will try to kill me. He's fascinated. And I think that could have been an interesting angle if Toshio was more like really interested in Gamera. Yeah. As opposed to constantly trying to kill himself to get mm-hmm. close to Gamera. Yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. Like, I, I think if they played him more as like he's in awe of this giant turtle that he finds cool, but still acknowledges that it's dangerous, mm-hmm. it would just feel more consistent with the movie we, yeah. we have. Because the rest of the plot, nobody yeah. sees eye to eye with Toshio. Everybody's okay. like, holy okay. shit, camera. Do you want to know what I find so funny with that? Everyone we coddles Toshio. But they entirely ignore him or lie to him about what they're going to do with Gamera. <laughs> That's the thing. It's so funny, though. They're constantly like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We're going to take care of Gamera. We're just going to blow up this cliff right here. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> like they, they're constantly doing that to him. They don't tell him, like, like, yeah, don't worry. We know Gamera's not that bad. We're going to take care of him, all right? And they send him to, they send him to space. <laughs> well, okay, that's a great lead into the funniest thing ever, Toshio. By the end of the movie, he like does like a one eighty. He's like, "Oh yeah, it's okay." There's something camera to fucking Mars. <laughs> Which, by the way, I love the breakdown here 
In Godzilla 1954, they killed Godzilla with a super weapon. In King Kong 1933, they killed King Kong with, with airplanes. In Gamera 1965, they shoot that motherfucker shoot to the fucking Mars. Mars. <laughs> 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 he definitely fucking died like on the way there because that dome, they didn't secure him. They didn't contain him. They just closed the dome over him. He's definitely like bouncing around in there <laughs> like a ping pong ball the entire trip up. Oh my god, it's so funny because it's so unexpected. Either they don't really, they don't really foreshadow it much either. They're just like, oh yeah, <laughs> we have a secret plan here to handle Gamera. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I guess aren't they like, oh yeah, we have this like secret base here or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and that's it. But they're not like, oh, we're building like a cool experimental rocket to Mars or something. It would be cool if they like repurposed that, but they're just kind of like, no, nah, don't worry, we got the backup plan. I know, right? All those failed. We just, we just get rid of him. He's not our problem anymore. It's so funny. It's so out of nowhere. And I love how how neither you nor Ton knew knew what was coming. Crash. So very active. So funny. We were entirely in the dark. I know, right? (laughs) I I think the funny part is at the end they also kind of try to play it like like it's a good thing. Yeah, because like Toshi's like, oh yeah, like oh there he goes. Goodbye, Gamera. Gamera. Did not want to go to space. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't ask for that. They, they have to lure him <laughs> into the rocket. And it's just like the camera just like stays on the rocket going up. I'm like, damn. Rip and I'm imagining Kosha like, oh, yeah. Kosha's like, oh, yeah, when I get older, I'm going to become an astronaut and go to Mars to visit Gamera. And it's all happy. And it's like Gamera, they're like, ah! <laughs> exactly. Somebody <laughs> needs to edit that. Like, I really like muffled, like, turtle screaming. They're like, oh. Like oh, it's just rocket out with the music still I playing. Mean, it I mean, it doesn't help that Gamera screams all the time, anyways. So just imagine <laughs> that, like ah! muffled Gamera screams. It's just <laughs> such a. It happens so fast too. They just send it yeah. to Mars. I'm just like, what? I'm like, yep, that's the end of the movie. The movie's super short too. Definitely. It's like an like hour, and a, hour and twenty minutes. No hour. It's an hour and eighteen minutes. Wow. Which is yeah. really short because that's only eight minutes longer than 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 the shortest ever Godzilla movie. So it's a really short movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that was for budgetary reasons. That might have been, honestly. Also, I'd bring up other characters, but I feel like everyone else in this movie is, has nothing to them. There's, um... Yeah. The Do you have the scientist? Reporter? No, she was a scientist. Oh, she was a scientist. Yeah, <laughs> and you have the reporter who, like, sexually harasses her. Only, like, at, only, only, her. only at the end for her, for her mentor, who she works with, be like, stop being a scientist. Go be a housewife. Fuck off. It's like, oh boy. It's so yeah, some uh some iffy stuff in this movie. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, I didn't even bring it up. The fucking Eskimo portrayal in this movie. Oh yeah, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, oh wait, I'm sorry, not Eskimo. That's not a proper term anymore. Inuit. Yeah, Inuit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they refer to them as. Yeah, so, like, that's what they yeah, call them though. <laughs> it's so uh old classic racism. Yeah, I mean, it gets worse <laughs> next movie, but what? <laughs> you'll you'll see. Trash. Don't cap. You'll see next time. <laughs> oh, it gets pretty bad next time. But, but oh, we'll cover that next time. Is but it yeah, time the, to bring it, back the chart. Yeah, but we may have to pop it out for this one. Like the Godzilla movies weren't free of it. I mean, King Kong versus Godzilla <laughs> has the King Kong isms, but it was mm-hmm. just that one really that was overtly racist. Ah. Uh, they hit some things in these that are woo. That's oh, all I'll say. <laughs> like the Inuit here aren't the worst. Like they're treated respectfully, if that makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Like, no one's like they're not like made the butt of a joke or anything. Yeah, like but yeah, they're exactly. still kind of made into like mystical natives, like that trope. <laughs> yeah, because I guess do they know about Gamma? I forget yeah. where the name came from. They're like, oh yeah, Gamma is like. Yeah, they do. Thing. Yeah, they do. The name Gamma comes from them, from their mythology. They yeah, say, it's like... oh, yeah, and he's from Atlantis. I forgot. Yeah, which is so <laughs> funny. They mix so many weird things into this. Yeah, like not well, the worst, but you know what I mean. Ton, maybe you want to explain. It. I feel like, I feel like we kind of assigned you that role. Oh my god! Like, uh, it's just we do like native, indigenous people like that. Um, a lot of these kind of older works just kind of. Make them very superstitious and mystic people who don't like, you know, believe in science or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, they're not a big part of the movie. Yeah, they're only so in, in, in the in the intro, pretty much. Yeah, but it's very much the usual portrayal, especially in them knowing about Atlantis when that's a Greek thing. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <nerdy, but laughs> it's, just, it's just super weird in a whole yeah. other place, but that's what you kind of got with these kind of period genre yeah. works. Okay, speaking of that opening, because basically this is fucking Gamera one. I'm not. I'm not staying on topic. We talked about Gamera into a show, so I'm just going wild. <laughs> yeah. Something really funny to me is they never identify the country the U.S. shoots down, even though it's so clear it's the Soviet Union. They never <laughs> go out of their country. way. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so in the height. Of the 1960s, an unknown country flies a bunch of bombers over the Ar- Antarctic to try and nuclear bomb America. Hmm, wonder who could be, do you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> totally not Russia. Guys. I wonder. Yeah. It's so and, funny too because they yeah. ID the U.S. is who shoots them down, but yeah. they don't ID who it was they're fighting. Yeah, and I, and I don't know why. Yeah. It's just so funny because it's like this movie starts basically with World War Three starting. Yes. Then Gabra shows up, and the U.S. and Soviet Union are just chill. They're like, "Oh, okay, we, got, we have to worry about Gabra instead." We got, we got turtle problems. Okay, the funniest thing also is how casual the cast are when World War Three breaks out. They're just like, "Oh, wow, I guess World War Three starting." That's annoying. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of stare blankly at the sky, and they watch a literal nuke go off. That wakes up camera, <laughs> and they're just like, "Oh wow, that seems kind of dangerous." <laughs> <laughs> we better turn the other way. And the funniest thing was, "Oh, it's okay. We're far enough from the fallout." Like what? <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. This is a Tuesday, you know. This is how. And it they is. even the reporter guy is like, "Wow, it looks like World War Three is breaking out," and they like never bring this <laughs> oh, up again, really. <laughs> Good. Oh goodness! Also, what was so funny to me also is like. In, in in Godzilla fifty four, Gojira, they really make you wait to see Godzilla. Like he first appears like in the half hour mark, I'd say roughly. In mm-hmm. this, it's like no motherfuckers, Gamera's right here. <laughs> he just shows up. Yeah, he just kind of crawls out. Like, oh shit, there it is, it's Gamera. The like giant. no waiting here. They didn't want the the, the little Toshios and the audience getting bored. <laughs> Monster moment. I, I have to wonder how many. I have to wonder how many kids who saw Gamera ran out and bought turtles instantly. Because <laughs> and then proceeded to like not actually care for their turtles because they bought it out of hype. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what happened in the 80s with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that caused, oh man. Ton, remember the story I told you 
about mm-hmm. how New York banned turtles. Oh, ba- yeah, baby turtles. Yeah, because kids kept eating them. Yes, and that was because yes, yeah. and that was because what? of the teen of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle hype. What? Why would you eat them? Why? why? Because kids are stupid. Like, yeah. like, 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 like dumb babies, like two and three year olds that fucking eat their turtles. Okay. Because I was like, any like kids who's okay, and not just into... eat them, they would lick them and get fucking salmonella from it. Oh so, my god! I mean, like, because if, if you're a kid, you like TMNT, you're like, oh boy, I'm gonna get a turtle and like name it like Raphael or some shit. Who's like, I'm, I fucking love TMNT. I'm gonna eat a turtle. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Oh my god! And like, and like, because it was like, it was like specifically two to four year olds who would like eat them and like lick them and stick them in their mouth and shit. Did parents just not care. They're like, "Yo, here's a turtle." And they fucking. Just, they I, just I have it. to wonder. It's so funny that because of that though. Now it's illegal to own a tur- own a baby turtle in New York. You have, have, Still? you have to have it for scientific or breeding purposes, and you need to get a get a license for both. Really? Oh, Damn. Yeah, I thought that's something they would have like lifted by now. No, like, there's they're fucking... still highly illegal. Because I remember <laughs> I used to go to a local pet store, um uh called Fred Pet Store, and they had baby turtles for breeding purposes, and they kept them on the highest possible shelf where you could not reach it without a ladder. Like they had these things that they're fucking like <laughs> no one can touch and see these things. These <laughs> are really contraband. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's because the law is super strict. Like they, they specifically say, let me look it up. Like how many inches a turtle can be before you can sell it? Yeah. Uh, Speaking of oh, turtle pet. But <laughs> kids ate a turtle. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Tom? Sorry. Yeah, I, I was just going to make a joke. Like, Speaking of turtle pet ownership, Toshio is a very irresponsible turtle. He is. Yeah, he keeps it, he gets it in this fucking, like, um, uh, like a fucking like, tiny display case. Dish- Fishing pole kind of looking thing. It, it, it looks it looks worse than like fucking like, fucking Rocky kept his turtles in. <laughs> he brought his turtle to school, which don't bring turtles to school, kid. Well, that this is totally unrelated, but I just saw a post about how um, Sylvester Stallone still has the turtle from Rocky. <laughs> which is, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, but, they yeah. they live super long. I know. Yeah, I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I did, what a tangent. Uh, Gamer does not give us much to talk about right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, but like right now, I mean, there's the sexism, there's World War II breaking, and nobody giving a shit. Um, <laughs> what else really is there? Oh, there was something I did want to bring up with camera. The mm-hmm. special effects are not great in this movie. I feel like. Yeah, I I think the camera costume looks good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but when it's using it's it's flame breath. Yeah. Oh, that looks terrible <laughs> because you can see the flamethrower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can literally see the flamethrower in the mouth because you know how you know how for Godzilla they used um uh, compositing to do his atomic breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess they didn't have the budget for that. They <laughs> so couldn't they... get color. They there's no way they were about to get a compositing budget. <laughs> <laughs> so no he's way. just fucking firing direct flames, and when he's eating the flames, they're playing the footage back, yeah. and it's so obvious. <laughs> it's hilarious. hilarious. I know, Jinx, like, it's just so cheap. It's, it's And like you said, the sizing issues, I think, are from the budget, because, like, when he's approaching the ship, he looks so small. He looks so small and tiny. But he's, he's bigger, than, bigger Godzilla. than Godzilla, right? Yeah, he's 60 meters. Godzilla's 50 meters in the show era. Well, yeah. like even the city destruction, it doesn't look bad. It just feels cheaper. Yeah, there's no like the style to it. Yeah. 
But I did do that say though. I think the intern they have them do so many different like walking styles. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. Like Tun said, I think it's cool, and that's probably the best the suit looks. Like when he's like on four legs. Yeah, it's I like that. It's just really funny. Okay, mm-hmm. not to go off topic again, but you have to. You cannot have a turtle four inches or under in New York. Oh, Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> now, now our audience will know that. Just in case you're thinking about buying a turtle. In so, New York. So you're saying I can legally own Gamera in New York? Yes. New York, hell yeah. Is well, there a size limit? No, but I mean, <laughs> New York bans all kinds of shit. Like, you can't have like an anaconda in New York. You probably can't have a hedgehog in New York either. Those are actually legal, actually, funny enough. Really? You want to know what's funny is, though, is you cannot own a, own a skunk in New Jersey. <laughs> of like, all the animals. And, and that, that ban is only in two states, New Jersey and California. I have like no idea there? why. No, they're not. They're, they're local animals. I, I, I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it. I just it's don't like so them. weird. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is this is a, this is a Godzilla Raids again kind of episode. <laughs> <laughs> it has that vibe, of, like being very generic and boring. Besides because the first one, because like the other thing is, there's not like any like themes to this movie. Like, come on, there's this movie's not trying to say anything. Except yeah, camera products. Yeah, like the camera turtles. <laughs> but yeah, tongue. Go ahead. I guess the kind of closest is like humanity. Coming together to launch a giant turtle to Mars <laughs> because they do make a big deal. Like, oh, every country came together, discussed this, but it feels almost like they took that from like Toho's stuff. Yeah, if that makes just, sense. Yeah, I think Toho sold that better. So it's because, like, like we, we haven't gotten gone to this movie yet, but in the Mysterians, which was the first alien invasion movie Toho made, they make a big deal about all of humanity coming together. Mm-hmm. to stop them and i feel like that's like that kind of thing they went for here like oh wow look we're doing that too like i don't think there's as much meaning to it as like how like honda and like the screenwriters at toho would do it it feels mm-hmm. hollow to me here and also something i want to bring up is it's not like 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 dai didn't make good movies some of the most iconic japanese films are from dai like like rashomon because like song crash that was from Dae, one of Kurosawa's mm-hmm. most well-known movies, and like stuff like Zatoichi, which is a very iconic samurai film series, was yeah, also I wasn't from aware them. that like Dae was a genuine made. Because after this, I was like, oh, they're just like the BT trauma type <laughs> studio. But no, like like you said, they've done a lot. They're a major competitor. I the Toho, yeah. Did they they do other kaiju stuff? Um, yes, they did. Camera. They did a fantasy kaiju series called Daimajin, which was about um a, a giant um a statue god who would come to life. I watched that trilogy recently, and those are excellent films, like really good, like among the best of kaiju stuff. So it's really weird seeing how good those were compared to this. Like like seeing those back to back, woo, not as good, unfortunately. I guess it was just just the nature of them being like, all right, do something like Godzilla. But yeah, like, I feel like that's the thing. Gamera intentionally being made to rip off Godzilla didn't exactly work out here, I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to get past that hurdle in this era. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, Crash, when you get to the Heisei era and see like the really good stuff. Heisei mm-hmm. era is my favorite, so if it's even greater, that'll just be like, damn. 
Yeah. I sure do love the Heisei. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> just reinforce that. Does anyone have anything else they'd like to say about Gamera before we um, close this out? Oh, oh. Okay, well, more like just a thought in general. I yeah. wonder if the next one will follow off of Gamera in the spaceship. I'm not going to spoil that. I'll let you see for yourself. <laughs> I, I love the classic show of continuity, so I wonder if they're going to do the same thing here. <laughs> I, I wonder how Gamera will get out of this sticky situation. Maybe <laughs> it'll be Gamera versus space. Who knows? Ton, do oh. you have any, any last minute thoughts you want to say before we close this out? Uh, sure. Um... Just uh, NASA, if anyone listening works at NASA, if you could please just have a giant turtle skeleton edited into a Curiosity <laughs> rover picture, I would greatly appreciate Mars, it. I would love that. <laughs> just fucking Gamera dead ass on Mars. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, next time, we will be watching Gamera versus Barugan. Barugan. No relation to Barugan. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it look like that? It looks like a Demetrodon, but like smaller. I don't fucking know. <laughs> he looks weird. I, are they on Mars? Okay, no, they're they're back on the mainland. <laughs> I'm just, okay. I, I'm gonna make a prediction. Don't tell me if I'm right. The movie's just gonna like start in spaceship. It just makes like a hard like right turn back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> He's just okay. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'll, I'll let you see for yourself how how Gamera gets out of that situation. <laughs> I can't wait to see. But yeah, before we close out, I mean, I guess we should close out now. I'm a yeah. crash. What are your closing thoughts on Gamera? Um, I think for history's sake, especially if you're into giant kaiju, this is, I guess, one you could watch just to see where he came from, humble beginnings. I, but I guess if you're just like a casual guy, I imagine this probably better gamer options to watch out there besides this yeah one. so unless you're a big gamer fan kaiju enthusiast i don't know if i would recommend it there's much more interesting kaiju movies out there yeah ton yeah i i got echo crash um this is a fine movie to watch with a group i think it would be kind of boring to watch alone um this isn't a bad movie it's just not that interesting so if you're interested in checking out camera Check out the later ones. It doesn't even have to be the Heisei trilogy. Even like some of the more more popular Showa ones would probably be a better start. Yeah. Uh, or even Mystery Science Theater. Um, oh yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I did, did want to actually bring that up. I think it's funny how closely tied those are to mm-hmm. Gamma. Yeah. Like, to the point where after we finished, I linked Crash the Tibby song. And that was really good. Yeah. This is kind of really um. What's the word? Seal Gamers. It's cemented, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gamers legacy in the US. Yeah. See, there is actually a whole big tangent I could do about the weird history of Gamera. But I'll, I'll say that for another time. I'll, I have to find a good point where I can discuss how weird Gamera's history in the US was. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, can, can continue, Ton. Yeah. Um, I guess just. Not highly recommended unless you're in the kaiju history or you're just a Gamera fan. It's kind of just a generic monster movie. And if you like that, you'll be entertained. But don't go into this expecting Beast from 20,000 or Gojira. Yeah. really not. <laughs> it definitely is not. So anyways, as for my closing thoughts, uh, I feel like if you're watching this for the history, it's worth it. 
But if you're watching the Get Into Gamera, I'd say just start with the Heisei Trilogy or one of the other Showa films. This one's very generic, very boring. I don't think Gamera found its identity yet in this film. So, yeah, I'd say unless you're a hardcore fan, skip it. Anyways, this was episode one of the Gamera Roundtable. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will be doing Gamera vs. Barugan. And I'm so excited for that one because this one was a lot of fun to record. Mm -hmm. So, thank you for listening. And have a good night.